On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the latest Dunkel NFL rankings, as well as four picks for week five of the schedule. Starting with the Denver Broncos facing the Pittsburgh Steelers and followed by Cleveland against the L.A. Chargers, Buffalo against Kansas City, and wrapping up on Monday night with the Indianapolis Colts visiting the Baltimore Ravens. Welcome to the Dunkel Index Podcast, Sports World's oldest rating service, now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel, and let's take a look at our latest top five rankings in the NFL and some of the big matchups for week five of the schedule. Starting at number five in the Dunkel NFL rankings, we have the LA Rams, who have now faced their first adversity of the season after getting manhandled by the Cardinals at home last weekend, 37 to 20. L.A. is going to have to regroup quickly as Matthew Stafford and company head to Seattle on Thursday night for a big game against the Seahawks. At number four is the Cardinals, who are now the only unbeaten team left in the league at 4-0. Arizona is going to put that on the line this week in another big division game against the San Francisco 49ers. At number three, it's probably the most confusing team in the NFL so far in the New Orleans Saints. They've looked great in beating Green Bay and New England, but they failed to beat the winless Giants last week. At number two, we've got the Buffalo Bills, who didn't take Houston lightly last week and weren't caught looking ahead to this week's big matchup against the Kansas City Chiefs as they punished the Texans 40 to nothing. And back on top at number one is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who along with Tom Brady survived a drama-filled week in New England by squeaking past the Patriots 19-17. to No doubt Brady and the Bucks got to be happy to put that game in their rear view. Now let's take a look at uh, the week ahead and start out in Pittsburgh, where we've got two teams with some question marks surrounding them as the Denver Broncos face the Steelers. For Denver, last week was a little bit of a reality check after starting out the season 3-0 and by beating the likes of the Giants, the Jets, and the Jags. He played arguably the first real team of the season in the Baltimore Ravens, and not surprisingly fell 23-7 to to Lamar Jackson, who had his third-best passing day of his career with 316 yards. So coming out of that game at 3-1 and is not that big of a concern, but losing QB Teddy Bridgewater to a concussion certainly is. He was injured on the final play of the first half, and the offense, which ranks only 21st in the league in passing yards and 21st in scoring, never recovered with Drew Locke at quarterback. Bridgewater's status for this week remains up in the air, which means it will likely be Locke under center again this week. Ironically, it was against the Steelers last year that Locke himself was injured while serving as the starter. But this seems to be an entirely different Pittsburgh team this year, and not in a good way. The Steelers suffered their third straight loss last week against Green Bay, and the offense behind aging QB Ben Roethlisberger just can't seem to get on track. The, uh, as anemic as uh, Denver's offensive numbers have been, uh, they're robust compared to Pittsburgh, which is now 27th in total yards, 32nd in rushing yards, and 28th in scoring. Never thought we'd see that kind of production or lack of production out of a Ben Roethlisberger-led offense. 
that doesn't stack up well either against uh, Denver's defense that no matter whether it's Bridgewater or Lockett quarterback, it should show up. The Broncos D comes in ranked fourth in total yards allowed and second in the league in scoring. Dunkel's going to take the Broncos here as a one-point underdog to pull off the mini upset by taking advantage of a Pittsburgh team that's now 1-5 against the spread in its last six home games and 0-6 against the spread in its last six games as a favorite. We also see Denver's patchwork offense generating just enough production to get the final score over the Vegas total of 40. We'll go from a game where both fan bases are actually very anxious right now about the week ahead to one where the fan bases couldn't be more pumped as the Cleveland Browns head to L.A. to face the Chargers. All right, maybe that's a stretch because really, are Browns fans ever completely confident in their team? True, they are coming off a 14-7 to win over Minnesota that pushed the record to 3-1 and and moved them up to number nine in the Dunkel ratings. And the defense has been better than expected, led by defensive end Miles Garrett and ranks in the top four now in points and yards allowed, as well as QB sacks with 14. He's allowed a grand total of 13 points in the last two games. But the glass half empty crowd will look at Baker Mayfield's struggles last week as he um, as he was under pressure all game and went just 15 for 33 for 153 yards through the air. Cleveland's passing tech now ranks just 26th in the league at 212 yards per game. Mayfield's certainly going to have to be better this week against the Chargers as he faces a young QB whose star just continues to rise in Justin Herbert. A week after knocking off the Chiefs in KC, Herbert put on a show on Monday night with three first-half TDs and led the Chargers to a 28-14 win over the previously unbeaten Raiders. That's a solid back-to-back performance by the L.A. Chargers within their own division. Chargers passing game now ranks sixth in the league at 283.4 yards per game. Something's going to have to give on this one for sure. Dunkel has the Browns prevailing as a one-point underdog. While Mayfield hasn't proven consistent, the running game behind Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt certainly has. Comes in ranked tops in the league. They should be able to take advantage of L.A.'s front, which now ranks just 29th in the league against the run. And Cleveland has excelled in this spot in recent history with a 4-0 ATS record in their last four as a road underdog, while the Chargers just 4-10-1 against the spread in their last 15 as a home favorite. Anxious Brown fans, I think, are going to get to heave a little sigh of relief and come away with the win while the defense keeps the score under the Vegas total of 50. Okay, while we're on the subject of good young QBs, uh, let's take a look at the big game of the weekend as Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills head to KC to face Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. Of course, Mahomes is now the gold standard for QBs, and he underscored that last Sunday while throwing for five TDs against the Eagles in a 42-30 win in Philly. He threw some of them underhanded, Some of them overhanded, even had a shovel pass in there for good measure. Yeah, he's been sloppy with the ball and already has four picks on the season, but there's no throw he can't seem to make while leading the league with 14 TD passes. And it led to a nice bounce-back win for KC 
after back-to-back losses to the Ravens and the Chargers. But the Chiefs just don't seem to be able to catch a rest in the early part of their schedule. Besides playing Baltimore and L.A., Andy's Reid team also has faced Cleveland. That's three playoff caliber teams right off the bat. But the toughest one likely comes this week against the Bills in a rematch of last year's AFC Championship. Buffalo is still stinging from the pair of losses to Kansas City last year, including the 38-24 setback in that championship game that kept them from going back to the Super Bowl. Perhaps that was uh, on their minds as they suffered their week one loss to Pittsburgh, but Sean McDermott's team has reasserted itself as a legit contender with three straight wins, including last week's total annihilation of the poor Houston Texans, 40 to nothing. Combined with their previous two wins against Washington and Miami, the offense has now generated 118 points over that span, while the defense has given up just 21. That's pretty lopsided outcomes for sure. This one looks like it's going to be much closer, as close as advertising. Dunkel is going to go with the Chiefs here and their 5-1 and one ATS record in their last six games against the Bills to cover the slight two-and-a-half-point spread. And it also looks like it's going to be a showcase for Allen and Mahomes and the offenses to push the uh, final score over the Vegas total of 56. All right, let's wrap up with the Monday night contest now between the Indianapolis Colts and the Baltimore Ravens. Of course, for nostalgia fans, this is a game between the legacy of Johnny Unitas and Lenny Moore and Gino Marchetti that abandoned Baltimore for Indianapolis and the team that replaced it. And there's probably no replacing those memories in some Baltimore fans' eyes, but Lamar Jackson continues to do a pretty good job trying. Last week, he put on another display of his versatility. He threw for 316 yards against the Broncos, which was only the third time in his career that he's topped 300 yards. But he also helped the Ravens go over 100 yards rushing for the 43rd consecutive time. That tied a mark set by the 74 through 77 Pittsburgh Steelers. And that's another one for nostalgia fans with memories of Franco Harris and Rocky Blyer. The Colts have been hoping for some better memories also after acquiring Carson Wentz from the Eagles. Uh, He didn't deliver in the first three weeks as the Colts started out 0-3, and and combined with the four losses he had in his last four starts with Philadelphia, he had suffered seven seven straight defeats. Um, And I think there were those who were wondering whether this rising star was ever going to be able to break through again. He finally showed signs of life last week as he completed 24 of 32 for 228 yards that helped the Colts beat the Dolphins 27-17 and avoid their first 0-4 start since 2011. India has traditionally kept these games close and comes in with a 10-2 ATS record in its last 12 games against the Ravens, including 6-1 against spread in its last seven in Baltimore. And we're going to call for another close one here with the Ravens pulling out the victory but failing to cover the seven with a point total that stays under the Vegas line of 48. So there you have it. Four picks to get your NFL weekend started. Of course, you can go to dunkleindex.com for all of our NFL picks, as well as this week's college football schedule. And make sure to tune in next week for both our college and pro football podcast. I'd like to thank everybody for listening and especially my son, Ben, for all his hard work in making this happen. Have a great weekend and as always, good luck.